0: Welcome to Weight Loss with the Hodgson's. Please welcome your hosts, Ryan and Ellie Hodgson. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Weight Loss with the Hodgson's. So today's guest is, is a really special guest, and it's someone who Ryan and I um, now count as a friend to ours. We've met her in person And she has her own incredible story, which I hope that she's going to share with you all, because I honestly believe that you're going to take so much from it. She's currently writing her first book and is now coaching people around the world on mindset. So I'd really love to introduce is Pat
1: Piller.
2: Hey Pat, how are you doing?
1: Thank you. Very good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today.
2: No, listen, it's a pleasure. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on and share your story and your uh, ethos of mindset with our audience.
1: Thank you. Of course, we're great people.
2: Cool. So just for those who don't know you, uh, just tell us briefly in 60 seconds or so a little bit about, about yourself and exactly what you do.
1: Okay, my name is Pat. I live in New York. And I coach people from all around the world, and I also love my music. And I, I you know, I, I go back to where I always um, love, and I love my music. And with that, I have a lot of passion and a lot of hope. And I bring that to people because I know there's a lot of hurting people out there, and I just love, love, love people, and I love to help them any which way I can. So through my own experiences, of weight loss, which was tremendous for me. I had lost over 200 pounds and I had became a new person. I just changed my whole genre around just to be helping someone else because I know where I was at that time. And I know that if I didn't get the help that I needed, uh, I wouldn't be here today. So I know how important it is to encourage everybody, to have hope in somebody and to move somebody along in their own ways. So right now I do my coaching and I'm writing a book as uh, Ellie had said, overcoming your evil twin, because I know we all have that evil twin hanging on our shoulders telling us what we can't do. And I know everything is possible if you just put your mind to it and you steadfast and you work at it and all things are possible. And that's what I believe in totally. So that's what I'm about. And I'm starting a new career now with this coaching full time because I just retired. So I am just loving it, and anything goes as far as I'm concerned because I've been around so much and been through so much that I, I just want to give it out now. I want to offer it to other people in hopes that they will turn their life around also.
2: Absolutely love that. You can just sense the passion in everything that you say, and I know that when and I first met you in in person we couldn't believe that you hold that passion even <laughs> in person you know you've just got if you could jar what you've got and sell it it would be worth millions and millions <laughs>
1: oh, thank you you know I always see value in everybody and especially certain people even more and I just want them to get it out because we all have gifts that we give to the world and God gave us special gifts that only we are unique to our own and even though a lot of people are in the same career or the same you know, jobs or whatever. You've given uniqueness to, in your own way. And, and I just want to spread that out because without us using our own unique gifts, we are robbing everybody else from that experience. And I just want to bring it out to everybody because we all have something to share and we all learn from everybody.
0: Yes, I love that. And that's something that, you know, people probably don't realize. People are always trying to look for what aren't they good at or trying to like always put themselves down that they don't necessarily look at actually what actually am I good at? And it's, it's great when you kind of realize, you know what, this is my, my, my power is, you know, to be passionate or to be caring. You know, that, that's a strength that you've got.
1: Right. And a lot of people don't realize that they have a unique gift. And it's a shame because we're so buried in our own way of being brought up. Our mom, our dad or whatever, want to keep everybody safe. You know, all our little children are safe. Like you have your own daughter now and like you want to keep her safe also. But in order to keep them safe, you also have to let them expand on their own way and their own venture on what they want to do. Because, you know, life isn't always safe. We always have uncertainty and that's how we grow. We grow by our failures. We grow by learning. And if we always keep everything safe and content, we're not happy. We're not happy there because that's not where we're supposed to be. We're safe. We're good and we're safe, but we are not happy. And our happiness only comes from when we use our own gifts and get out in the world and do our own thing and have our own struggles
0: definitely so would you say that that was kind of like your turning point for your own sort of when your own transformation when losing the 200 pounds was that what was the turning point for you to kind of kind of get over and 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 lose the weight
1: yeah my turning point was I couldn't even breathe I couldn't even walk to my car I had to stop two two times even to walk to my car and I sat on the couch one day and I said you know this is enough I you know I have so much to lose it's like how is this possible? You know, it was like an impossibility to me because I was so far gone. I thought, how am I ever going to lose this, you know? And I always yo-yoed. I would lose a hundred and gain back more and always up and down. And that one time I watched this infomercial about health care and about all these supplements and, and taking good care of yourself and getting rid of all your canned foods and all this kind of, and just hit me. It just hit me. So I brought this book over to the store, Whole Foods. I said, give me all these supplements, which was fish oils and you know all that stuff, you know, omega-3s and whatever you name it, I had it. And I felt so much better eating salmon, eating fresh foods and eating everything that was natural. And I started losing the weight. And then I met AJ, as you know, one of my other mentors, and he was my coach and a fitness coach. i would never been to the gym. So it was like, far, it was me walking on Mars, going into a gym. <laughs> 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 it was like, I had to number the equipment because I didn't know what, what was going on there. And uh, it was just wonderful. And the more I exercised, and I slept with Bengay, which was an ointment every single night because I, the pain was so bad, but I kept on going back every day, every day, every day. I knew I was on a mission. And with the support that I had with everybody around me, you do need support you don't do this alone because not only are you losing the weight you're also losing a lot of layers of stuff that's been embedded in you all your life you know the hurt the, the anger and all that so it was a lot to get out during those years of doing that a lot of recovery a lot of work to, to even go through that and now that i'm on the other side and i want to and it's also still a struggle it doesn't it never get easy you know it's always another struggle but I know where to go. I know what to do, and I know how to put myself back again. And that's what I teach other people. There's hope. I, there's always hope. peaceful breathing. There's hope.
2: I love that. We're always talking to clients about trying to become the best possible version of themselves. And if you've still got, if you're still living, there's still time to progress. And if we don't try to progress, we're almost settling. And we should never settle.
1: No never settle. You are absolutely right. And you're doing such a great work out there. You have no idea. And maybe you do. Cause when you come back with the testimonials that people say, how you help them, how you change their lives, that is priceless. There's no price on this stuff. You know, when you really care and you really have a heart for people and you want to really authentically help them, that is priceless. And I can't even stress that enough. And I just believe that those people are the ones that make it. Those are the people that are the ones that go out and carry on your, your, the same thing you're teaching them, they just keep on going and going, and it moves further and further. And your gift is spreading all over the world, and and that's what I want to see. I want to see more of it.
0: Ah, oh, that's that's really good, and I love that. And it's really so you can sense like your passion that like you've got it's like the sense of caring for others as well, which is which is nice. With, um, the, obviously, you mentioned about go, it was the first time you going to the gym and it felt so alien for you, because I know that possibly there's a lot of listeners um, who may also be in that sort of situation now. How did you kind of get over that sort of alien feeling and just kind of just still get on with it? Because obviously the mind is so powerful, but it can also be so de- detrimental to how we kind of progress. How did you kind of get over that sort of, whether it was a fear or just that feeling of being uncomfortable?
1: All right. First of all, I had gone to a gym that was all women. That was my first gym ever because I figured, I'm not going to go in front of men because they're all macho, and I, you know, I, I don't want to go over there. I couldn't even walk, never mind, you know, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I did was get on a bike, you know, get on the recumbent bike and do that little by little. We could take that almost an hour just go a mile on the recumbent bike, the bike. And every day I did that. Every day I did that. Every day I did that, and I did more and more. Then I got a little tr- a trainer there that helped me out a little bit and. And then um, looking at all the machines, it was, and it, it was crazy to me because I, I didn't even know what to do. That's why I needed a trainer. And I I fully, fully suggest that anyone go to a gym needs a trainer because you need to know how to use the equipment. And if you don't use all the equipment, you have to know what to do to your body on how to angle it, how your foot is supposed to, you know, put this and that. And you really have to take care of yourself so you don't get hurt. Because I don't, I didn't want to get hurt. I wanted to progress, you know. I didn't want to regress. So a trainer was very important to me. And like I said, when I got down, and they wrote, I needed to have a program written for me. Because I, even though I had the trainer, if I was going every day to the gym, I needed to know what to do when I didn't have the trainer. So I needed to have a full scale, you know, program, program to say this is what I need, and then I would mark the equipment and I would say All right number one is this equipment I need to do that you know and, yeah. this and then it was wonderful because then I got familiar with the gym I got familiar with the equipment and I knew how to handle myself and I wasn't these people who would go crazy on something I did it very slowly until I was able to go to the next level and the trainer that I had in AJ that's what he did to me he every little thing was like we would do something a few weeks I said, all right, I'm ready for the next step. And we would go to the next level.
2: So So, it was a constant progressive thing.
1: Yes, it's slow and progressive. And you have no idea from the point of me not even being able to walk. I could go on a treadmill. I can go on the bike for miles and miles. miles. I put down teenagers in the gym. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Love it.
1: Yeah. And I remember being in a group and there was a, a, you know, young kids in this group. I'm saying, what am I doing in this group? And they don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And the girl ends up throwing up. And I'm saying to myself, wow. I said, I'm, I'm like triple her age and, and she's throwing up and I'm still going. <laughs> it amaze me the progression that you can have. So don't ever think that it's hopeless. Mm. Don't ever not get to where from A to Z. You can if you go slow and you listen to the trainer. And I, I just believe that you need somebody there to support you at all times. You know what I, mean,
2: I, mean? I, I love that because that's something that we often talk about with people is investing in someone who's going to show you the way like we do it in various different areas of our lives we even have a trainer we have a business coach we have a coach for getting ready for shows and it's always having someone who knows the way and that expert to guide you it's like you coach people with the mindset because you've been there you get it and you guide people to get their mind in the right place
1: exactly that's number one key you need to have a coach and even until today i have somebody that i have the gym a trainer i need somebody there i need it's also also like babysitting to me you know because <laughs>
2: brilliant i've never had a put like that
1: <laughs> it is because i need a babysitter if i don't have like somebody to know that i have to be there and i have to do this i won't go i could make all excuses in the world but i know i and I know I want to progress and I'm going to get even further and I know the way I want to look and the way I want to feel. It's not even about your body. It's the way you feel inside. Yeah. I mean, my blood tests come back hundred percent. I mean, I am healthy as a horse and it's just that it, it amazes me how all these years I thought of nothing about fitness. I thought it was all for these gurus who wanted to be all these pumped up people that you know didn't even care about anything but their you know their looks. But when I started doing this, and my asthma disappeared and, my, and all my tests came back normal and everything was fine. I was like, oh my God, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. And I would have never felt that way if I didn't take that step and jump and just get the fear out of me and say, I don't care what I look like. I don't care what anybody says at the gym. I'm just going to do it. This is me. This is my time. And that's how I ended up going to the gym also. I told my husband, I said, listen. I always worried about everybody else, make sure everybody was taken care of and everybody was doing this and that. And there was never time for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, was strict. I was strict. I said, I am taking an hour, hour and a half, whatever to take me. And I'm going to the gym and you'll see me after that. You could wait to eat. You could wait to do whatever anybody else needs me. They'll wait till after that time. And I stuck like that by glow. And that helped me all the way. And you know what? Nobody died on, off my watch. Everybody ate. They were fine. No. They, nobody needs to 24 hours a day. Yeah. I, I think as a woman, we need to know that we don't have to be there 24 hours a day. We need to take time for ourselves. And if I didn't take time for myself, there was no way I was going to help you anyway because I would have been dead another year. Yes,
0: definitely. And I mean, an amount of women that we speak to that kind of at first, they, they feel so guilty at the thought of kind of putting themselves first because they feel as if they need to kind of, you know, put the husband first or the partner first, then it's the children. Yeah. And then it goes, well, I can't, I can't go to the gym or I can't do, you know, a 20 yeah. minute workout because it's not, I, you know, that could wait. And then it's like, no, well, really put yourself first because then ultimately everyone's going to benefit including yourself.
1: Exactly, Ellie, exactly. And that's what I learned. I, I learned that in a later time of my life, which I wish would, would just do it because nobody's going to die on, off your watch. One hour a day, that's for you. It, you have no idea the change of my life has made. You have no idea. And I was guilty, like you said. I was guilty. When I was just say it doesn't work out. You know, so used to eating at five o'clock. When I was in there, i have to eat at 6, 6.30 or 7. What am I going to do? You know, how ridiculous thoughts that we put in our own heads. And I think it's the women who feel that even more because we're the nurturers, we're the ones that support everybody, you know, we're the ones that have that. And you just have to let that go. If I didn't let that go, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, I wouldn't probably even be here. So yeah, it, that's definitely something that's very important to stress to these women out there. Yeah. You can make, you can it's, make.
2: It's something that we always say, it's like that fit your own oxygen mask first quote that always seems to pop to mind where you know you, you can't serve other people until you're in the right place in your own life and the better the better place you are the better your position you are to help everyone else regardless to what you might think or feel that time that you're doing on yourself isn't wasted it's an investment
1: exactly and it's the biggest investment you'll ever make in your life and it's the best investment you'll ever make in your life and i didn't know that i didn't know that i take care of myself i didn't know that i was allowed to take care of myself you yeah. know i I was allowed to care everybody else. And then all of a sudden, it dawned on me, like, who am I? You know, I am a person. I am something. And I can bring out a lot to the world, but I need to help myself first. Mm.
0: So your book, Overcoming That Evil Twin, is that kind of sort of following on from this, this sort of feeling then is kind of is the evil twin, like in yourself, kind of like negative thoughts and kind of someone who prevents you from achieving?
1: Yeah, definitely. Overcoming Your Evil Twin is your mind playing tricks on you. We all have that little person on our shoulders who always saying, you can't do, you can't do. And we make it up ourselves. We can make stories that are lies to ourselves. We can make them into novels. And I just want to show people that that evil twin, it's always going to be lurking there because we always have sensitive spots in ourselves that are negative. You know, we just like that. You know, whether it's whether we're brought up like that or whether we, you know, in ourselves, whatever it is. We had that evil twin that's always lurking there, and it'll come out. It'll always come out. So you got to make sure that you know it and be aware of it, and no, no, it's not coming out today. I'm not putting up with it today. That's and it. you today. Got to reframe yourself. You've refrained your thinking, definitely.
2: Well, that's what we talk about a lot. Where you say to people, "It's not." People think mindset is just trying to make a negative a positive, but it's not. It's be it's it's about being more aware of neg- right. And not allowing them to affect your whole life effectively because we can dwell on the negatives, but there's it's a way of tuning our brain to become more positive, positively tuned longer term,
1: exactly, Ryan. And that's a process because it doesn't happen overnight. So, now, right now, when something happens to me with something circumstances that are out of my control happen, I right away trigger that and I say, Oh, all right, how am I going to handle this? Yeah, before, I would have just freaked out and went crazy. But now, you know, it take, it's a process that you learn. And, yeah. it, and as you learn that process, it's wonderful because you a lot of the stuff that you think is going to happen never happens anyway. And we're just putting these thoughts in our heads and make us more fearful. That, that's nonsense. It's all yeah. nonsense.
0: And Pat, you were at the seminar in New York not so long ago where that kind of happened for me. It absolutely changed my life. I had... All these triggers and anxieties about the thought of going up and speaking in front of everyone and then as soon as I kind of realized after speaking listening to all the guest speakers where it's all about mindset and you kind of just got allow these thoughts to just bypass it's not you know real it's not the reality and you can control it I absolutely loved it and I came back like an absolutely different person
1: (laughs) it was wonderful yes and you did awesome Amazing. I
2: think some. I think some of your your cookies that you baked that day gave us the energy for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, that's what it is. you need the extra bulk, the extra energy. But it, it's so funny when you say that, Ellie, because speaking, public speaking, is the most fear that you could ever have. Mm-hmm. And for you to get up there and do what you did was awesome because that's what happens. You know, you get up there, people want to see real. They don't want to see somebody who's doing all wonderful and this is great and and they tell you what to do. People want to see your failures. They want to see what you are about. They want to see the real you because everybody resonates with that. You know, we don't resonate too much with everybody being happy, 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 happy all the time because life is not like that. We have our ups, we have our downs, but we have to know how to handle them. And being real, people resonate so much with that because they want to hear more. They want to hear They not only want to hear that it's real, they want to hear that there's hope. You know, hope is the end result. There's hope, always hope. And that's what comes out of these things when you're yourself, instead of being somebody that you're not.
2: That's it. And I mean, do you find that when you first start talking to people and they're struggling with their mindset, what sort of common barriers do you find crop up time and time again? Is there something that's sort of a general trend? And if so, how do you help them overcome it?
1: Yeah, fear, fear is number one. Fear oh, yeah. is number one. And the second thing is what, what you're telling yourself. The stories that you're telling yourself, they're already saying that they can't do something or that something's going to happen to them, and nothing ever did already. They're already, yeah. they're already you know, programming themselves that this is not going to work out. This is not going to work out. Well, have you tried it? No, but I know it's not going to work out. You know, so I try to pull them back and I try to say, all right, why do you think it's not going to work out? Oh, well, I tried this and it didn't, or or maybe I didn't try it enough, or maybe it's always a maybe this and a maybe that. So I try to pull back on them to say, what is your strength? Let's work on one step at a time, and what do you need to do to get to where you want to be? And that's what I do with them. And then all of a sudden they turn around and say, wow, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, and it was it was in them all the while, but they just didn't know how to get it out in the right way.
2: Brilliant. It's, it sounds similar to like what we do. With, we often talk to people about uh, Byron Katie, loving what is, and the work. Have you heard of that?
1: Excuse me?
2: Byron Katie, loving what is, and the work? Yeah. So we often use that with people, you know, questioning your thoughts and breaking yes. it back down and finding out that actually they're thoughts, they're not things, and we... It's only what you take from them that makes them become things.
1: If you know what happens, Ryan, it's the emotion starts coming out. And when you have the emotion, you don't think anymore. But when you put things in steps, people see steps much better than the whole scenario. Yeah. When you do coaching, even when you do coaching, step by step by step is much better than just throwing it all in and saying, oh, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? I'm getting overwhelmed. I don't know what to do, you know? But step-by-step process gets you where you want to go. And a good coach and a good person who really cares for you and knows who you are at a certain point would bring you to where you need to be. And you'll have to let them talk it out. You know, let them find out what they need to do. And before you know it, they say, why didn't I think of that? That's how I am. I, I should have done that from the beginning. And then it starts opening up a whole new world for them. And they start thinking for themselves and they start stopping them from that other thinking that, that, crazy thinking that they have you know that didn't belong there in the first yeah
2: time, you know? yeah like you said about the step by step we often say like you know if you've got like you said you lost was it 200 pounds you probably didn't think of 200 pounds at the start it was next pound next pound next pound and before you know it you've hit that goal exactly months down the line but if you'd have said in your head i've got to hit 200 pounds you're going to have all these limiting beliefs and thought processes that are almost putting barriers up before you even start
1: Exactly, and that's what I had for a long time. I thought I was far gone. I always thought I was far gone. i ain't never going to lose this weight. I'm never going to be where I have to be. This is, you know, I thought that was my life. I really do thought that was my life. Mm. And I, you know, I got out of that nonsense thinking, and I started straightening myself up. And I hit people who were willing to help me all the way through. And that's the key. I couldn't do it alone. You can't do this alone. You can't. And it was just so wonderful the people that did help me. And the people that I went to and, and just made me go through a lot of stuff that, mind stuff and, and things that were going on in my life and say, wow, I can't believe I did this. And I still have today where people come up to me and say, wow, I still can't believe you left the weight, you know, you still lost all that weight and you still kept it off. Mm-hmm. You know, all yeah. this weight and put that back on again, you know. <laughs> no way. You know, I work too hard for this. I work every day on it. You know, it's always on my mind, you know, make sure that because I don't want to go back to where I was. And I carry pictures of me wherever I go in my in my wallet because I'm not forgetting where I was and where I am now. You know, and I want to keep that as a reminder to say, Pat, you need to get back on or, you know, enough was enough. Like I went on vacation. All right, So you cheat a little bit here and there. You do, yeah, fun because I believe in having fun also. We live yeah. in a life go through this way once you know ryan and if i want to do something eat ice cream or whatever i'm going to do that i'm going to live my life but i know if my clothes start getting tighter or i gained a few pounds pack it back on you know yep. and I, I know that mindset now where i can just go back on again
2: so having that balance isn't it
1: yeah i never had that before so that's the balance that i have now you know and it's wonderful to keep that everybody i see that, they their weight. They have struggles. I go because they didn't have the right mindset. They thought diet. They keep on thinking diet. Yeah. It's not diet. It's lifestyle. You know, it's a total lifestyle. And if you keep on thinking diet, you're thinking about restrictions. And none none of us want restrictions. You know, we don't want to hear the word no. You know, so having a lifestyle change, and it doesn't feel like that every single day. I love my cheat meals every week. That I use that. You know, I love that. You know, I love. <laughs> Yeah, I am on a diet and the the guy is telling me I could cheat. I said, Wow, I can cheat, I can you know. So it was wonderful to know that I could be myself and I could do what I wanted to do. And and they worked around everything like that. And that's what coaches teach you. Work around your own lifestyle.
0: Uh
1: That's what I So
0: using your own kind of experience and like your how you've sort of come to where you are now, and obviously, you've you've kept the weight off and stuff. What's kind of the one piece of advice that for anyone who's listening and possibly in a situation where they're constantly the weight's going up and down, they you know they're looking at the diet, it's not working, looking for kind of like a quick fix, and that's not working, obviously. What was a, a bit of advice that you would give them, possibly, to maybe look at their mindset and how they can then overcome this? sort of barrier that possibly that they're in now
1: well each individual is different when it comes to that it's all like i said in the mindset you know that so i would try to you know keep the, they got to keep with a, a coach or something behind them to watch them they need accountability that's what was missing with me was accountability really? right <laughs> yeah Right, whether it's a friend that you have or somebody even out of outside of a friend, because sometimes friends don't like when you're losing the weight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it amazes me. They, they, well, I had one. You look disgusting. You're getting too thin. As well, wow, you're saying I'm getting too thin. I never heard that all my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's one of them getting it, getting the balance right. It's almost having a coach that will tell you what you need, you to, need hear to hear rather than what you want to yeah. hear.
1: Right, right. So you need somebody outside of that realm of friendship. You need out somebody who really cares about you and who really needs that, who's going to say, all right, enough is enough. And the way I used to get around that was, you know, don't worry about if I lose too much weight, the doctor will tell me when it's enough. You know, I used to, that's how I used to get out of that one. Yeah. But it was so funny though, but I would say the mindset and don't listen to anybody and you have a certain goal. And what I used to do was even now, I, I buy myself something. I treat myself, you know, we always... Uh, reward ourselves with food because food seems to always be the happy place you know so I switched that around so I used to buy myself music like if I lost every 20 pounds I lost or whatever I bought myself a a CD I bought myself music or I bought something that that was for me and you know you have to treat yourself good you have to really treat yourself because you're worth you're worthy you know,
0: definitely. we all. Yes, I love this because we recently just did a July challenge in our uh, with our members. And if they reach some of them, like little personal goals, whether it's increased positivity or a certain little weight loss goal. And one of our ladies, I know, for definite, brought a new pair of shoes last month. So it definitely does work. And like you said, don't reward yourself with food, reward yourself with something that's like meaningful to you, whether it's the music or it's you know, something that feels like a real treat.
1: Right. And the biggest treat I ever bought was I went out to, um, I, I, I remember I told you it took me like over an hour to do an, a, 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 a one mile on the incumbent bike. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I used to go on the regular bike and see if I could, you know, do that, do that. And it took about a year. And all of a sudden I, I jumped on the bike and I started riding it. And I said, oh my God, I could ride the bike now. That was my dream. You know, that uh-huh. was one of my, That same day I got out of the gym, I went to the bike store. I bought myself a bike. <laughs> wow. That's
0: amazing
1: that was one of my biggest, that was my breakthrough. I says, wow. And then as you're starting to know that, you know, when you start feeling in your own skin, that you could do things now. And I went zip lining and I went ballooning and I went horseback riding. Now I don't want to lose any of that. You know, I don't want to go back to where I was and say, well, this is the end of my life. I'm not going to do that anymore. I have more adventure in me. I want to do stuff. And I think the more we gift ourselves and the more we have, you know, the gratitude that we can do this and we are worthy of it. It's like, that's what you need. You need to pull in that. And then I think it will keep you in that realm of knowing I got to stay where I am. All right. If I gain 10 pounds, I pull myself back and I know this is, I got to lose this now. And you get back into that mindset and you get back. If you need another coach, you get back into that friend who's going to help you out. You need support there, you know, and that's what I believe in total. A hundred percent would keep you going into that right direction.
2: That's it. I love that reward thing. And it's often something that when we discuss with people, I often almost, again, it's that guilt thing because they feel like they shouldn't be rewarding themselves for doing it, but they earn it. You know, when you work towards a goal, everyone should be um, appreciative of the fact that they've worked for that. You know, nothing nothing worth having comes easy and they should reward themselves for that. Really like that. <laughs> um, so we're going to start to sort of round things up a little bit now and we've, we've always got this trick question at the end and I don't know if you thought much about it but what's one question that we didn't ask you that we should have asked you
1: um, what do I want to see in people
2: cool I like <laughs> it so what, what do you want to see in people
1: um, I deal with a lot of character I love to see character in people in real people I want to see that more and more in people that I don't know. You know, I don't want people to put on airs or thinking who they are and they're not. You know, I want to see real. I want to see the gut-wrenching stuff. I want to see stuff that people have been through. And I want to grow from that. I want to learn from that. And I want people to share their gifts. And I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to know that you're real and I'm um, by your side and whatever we have to do. I don't deal with ego in my room. I won't mm. deal with and I just love people to be real to me and we'll work things out if things need to be a solid problem or whatever it is and we'll just get going. And that's what I love about people.
2: I love that. was something that we are really big on being 100% true, the best version of yourself. And it's for our younger generation, if nothing else, because if if we are ourselves, we know that Ethan May is going to grow up and be her own character and mm-hmm. she's not going to feel like she needs to change herself for anything because... Right you know like for like will always attract and you'll be in a position you'll be drawn to the people that you're supposed to be drawn to we're not all going to get liked by everyone as long as we're 100 percent ourselves we're going to be to a degree relatively happy i love that
1: yes we are and, they, and you train them right like that because that's how they're going to grow especially today it's so hard with this electronic era and it's like they never get away from it yeah. you know ago when there used to be a lot of trouble in schools or, or used to be battered or you know whatever in schools so I was so um you know I was so taken off in school with people making fun of me and all that kind of stuff but I got away from it when I got home or maybe I got away from it when I was with friends but now they never get away from it because it's on video it's on yeah. you know, social media and it's very hard and that's why I want people to be real I want people to come in and be real who they are they don't be somebody else because somebody else wants them to be that way you know
0: yeah, exactly. You should kind of, really sort of learn to love within so then you can be proud of who you are and then you then showcase that exact person who you are.
1: Exactly. So that's when you hide your uniqueness. That's when you hide your gifts and you're afraid because you're afraid someone's going to talk about you or something. Yeah.
2: And it's also a thing to point out with it as well is often when we when we try to live up to these things or be create a different version of ourselves that's tiring it's mentally taxing and you almost lose touch and love for yourself and that's when we can neglect our bodies and perhaps become the way that we we should we don't want to be because we're forgetting ourselves rather than actually just being a true authentic version
1: exactly you're right on spot with that one definitely yeah, that's
2: true. brilliant cool so pat how can our listeners find out more about you
1: well they can find me on Facebook under Pat Pillar. I don't have my website up yet, but
2: uh Cool. We will we, we'll put links to that on our uh, pod, podcast page, Hodgsonfitness.com forward slash podcast. Um Pat would love to connect with people. I'm sure you'll want to buy her book once that's out as well. And if you've got us on our Facebook page, we will also be sharing that as soon as that's out there. Um, I know she was sharing mine the other day when she was live on Facebook as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love live Facebook stuff. It's cool, right?
2: We haven't we we haven't got it yet in the in the UK. It's not working for us. We're gutted. We can do it on our business page. We're not personal yet, so we're getting uh, there.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I did the other one the other day. I loved it. I love talking to people. It was wonderful. And you see people's names and you say hello. You know, it's great. It's great. I love. I love the connection now because people are actually talking to each other now instead of just texting each other.
2: You know, that's one thing what I love as well because it's social media, but people often forget the social. (laughs) And now it's getting more social again, which is obviously a positive.
1: Right. They're going backwards. That's what they're doing. You know, I was always one-on-one and now everybody is uh, texting everybody. Nobody talks. So this is great to see the the people's faces their expressions and I just love it. I just we're getting connected again, which we are doing a whole turnaround now, which is just a wonderful thing that's happening.
2: Right, brilliant. Pat, thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners are going to get a great deal from it. And um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you again. It was an honor to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much, Ryan and Ellie. Have a wonderful day.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Weight Loss with the Hodgins. Make sure to go over to HodginsFitness.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes.